Hello, and welcome to Women Developing Brilliance, the spirit of business. I'm your host, Casey Rossi. I'm a business and leadership coach who helps female entrepreneurs scale a profitable and soul-aligned business. Now, today I have a question for you. Does your marketing have enough emotional support for today's audience? I love this question. I think that we're really going to pull out some very thought-provoking ideas that are going to help you improve your marketing, build your list, and actually have more satisfaction in your work. So it is not new news that we are challenged with global disruptions from the pandemic, affecting our health, our well-being, really bringing death and loss that we have to process. We also have job loss, insecurity, and a lot of other things in this kind of trickle-down effect. So we are living in a very different world, and in that our marketing and communication has to shift with the times if it hasn't already. And maybe you have shifted it to some extent. I know that you know it was more of a shock factor last March when we were all addressed with this and really even weren't that aware of all that it was going to entail when it first came on the scene. So maybe you've already started to tweak and change and adjust your marketing, but I actually think that there is room for more, not only in my marketing, but in marketing that I'm taking in from other people as well. So I really thought I wanted to kind of dive into this content mindset a little bit deeper. So let's talk first about what most, if not all, people really crave. And remember, in times of uncertainty and discomfort, these desires and these qualities increase tenfold, in my opinion. We want something um, really that we can control and that's going to soothe our soul. So let's think for a minute what people really want. I'm going to list off a few things, and you can take a moment to just absorb them and even nod your head if you can relate to the items on This wish list. So joy. Joy is such a big one. I hear this over and over again that people want that joy. They want to feel happy. Hope is huge right now. We want to know that our future is going to be better. We want to have hope that our circumstances are going to change. Peace. Peace of mind. Peace in our heart. Peace when somebody has passed away. We need that soothing quality and that um, contentment of peace. Levity. Again, we want things to be light, especially after some of the, the big news pushes that we've recently experienced. Levity will be a welcome addition. I mean, ease is huge. Wanting it to be easy, really kind of leaning into letting it be easy. Uh, compassion. We really want to be understood. We want to have that compassionate heart. Enjoyment. We want to have a good time, especially when we've been confined and quarantined and in lockdown. We really want to be able to have some enjoyment. And maybe there's certain things like date nights or if you were um, a sporting enthusiast or really enjoyed going and seeing live entertainment, a lot of those things have been tapered, if not taken off the table altogether. So that enjoyment piece is huge because we're really wired for happiness. And so that enjoyment piece is really important. Entertainment. And you can see with the millions of views on the 
animal videos and watching kitties fall asleep and play and and even the funniest home videos and all of those kind of bloopers, they get um, tons of response and they tend to go viral when they really, really hit that funny bone or that entertainment piece. Inspiration, this is huge. And I, I really feel that it's time where people are bringing even more of their own spirituality and passion into their work and inspiring others to do the same and not be afraid. So inspiration, I think, is a big, big piece that we're going to see and that I really encourage you to weave into your content more and more. Now, as like tribal humans, we've always wanted connection, but I think now more than ever, uh, sometimes we can get uh, Zoom fatigue. I know that sometimes I feel Zoom fatigue sitting behind the box hour after hour, Um, but how can we weave in connection, amp it up, make it feel more authentic, and bring in some of those other elements of levity and enjoyment and inspiration that I talked about? Community is a big one, that community camaraderie, so people who get you. You know, I think that we're looking for people that have more similarities and passions as we do. Like, it's not enough maybe to just be with women entrepreneurs. And this is what I'm feeling in my own personal life too. Like for me, it's like, okay, years ago or when I was, a you know, in the startup stage, you know, just being around other entrepreneurs was enough, right? Just to see like their thought process and get some of the big questions answered. And then I kind of honed it down that I wanted to be more around women entrepreneurs because women entrepreneurs have different challenges Um, that they were addressing. And I was really interested in how they were stepping into their power more, how they were breaking through their self-imposed glass ceilings, or how they were dissolving limiting beliefs that they weren't as good as their men counterparts. So as I continue to kind of progress further along my entrepreneurial journey, that started to actually whittle down. It's almost like we're creating our own self-niche You know, like we have a niche for our business, but it's almost like we're niching down who we want to connect with. And so that really became to like, I wanted somebody that had give back, you know, baked into their, into their work. So it went from entrepreneurs to female entrepreneurs to female entrepreneurs that had a spiritual component that had mission laced in their work that had give back baked into their work. And really, it's progressing even further where they're risk takers. They're not afraid to share their opinion. They're not afraid to be a rebel and to be thought leaders carving unique paths and breaking through the sea of sameness. So as I continue to grow and want these things for my own self, that community camaraderie also kind of shifts. It shifts based on what I want based on people that are really devoted to that Kaizen philosophy of never-ending improvement. So you might actually start with whittling or refining your content calendar after you do some personal reflection on what it means to you and what you're cultivating now. Like what are those core values that uh, you're really leaning into in your own personal life? So back to the list, Um, freedom is huge. Choice is huge, especially for those that just went through our recent election time. That is something that I think we leaned into feeling more blessed or more 
uh, our voice matters more than ever. I know that a lot more people came out to vote um, in the U.S. than ever before. And so I think that that choice aspect is something you can really, really think about. Um, How could that even overlay into your offerings? So maybe that looks like, let's just bring it down to a practical piece here when we're looking at just choice. It can look like um, possibly doing your content in a way that um, varies based on the platform. So for example, maybe you're going to do a live stream, but then you're going to transcribe the live stream and put that on your blog. So you're kind of giving a choice to your followers. If they prefer more of the reading aspect of taking in the content, they have that there. If they prefer more of the video, they can watch you on YouTube. And you can even splinter that content more and do your podcast. So how can you kind of bake in choice into what you're even offering folks? Um, So that's something to just kind of think about, just a way to think about these specific qualities. Um, Flow, you know, we're really looking for, again, it kind of ties into ease, but how can it just be more flowing so it doesn't feel like we're bumping up against a wall or that it's like this push-pull resistance? How can it just be easy and flowing? And then I think another big thing right now, especially because there are so many digital distractions and that when people are multitasking, you know, even sometimes, and I I, I do this as well, it's like I'll be listening to a training, but then I might also be shopping on Amazon at the same time. So it's a really interesting arena right now to go deep with somebody, to have them be one-pointed, to fully give you their attention. So I want you to be thinking about this when you're creating content because as much as we want to be warm and authentic and bring in these emotional qualities, we also want to be concise and respect the listener, respect the audience and their time and not go on tangents. Be so clear of what they're going to be learning and the value that you're going to be providing and get right into it. So that's just a little side note. The other thing I want to say is there's a difference between just being listened to, right? And then being actually heard and valued. So I think that when we think about these qualities, joy, hope, peace, levity, ease, compassion, enjoyment, entertainment, inspiration, connection, community, camaraderie, freedom, choice, flow, and to be listened to and heard and valued, this is something that we all deeply want in a heart space um, level. And so I want you to really be mindful now about how you can bring this even more into your offerings, into your communication, into your marketing. So think about your marketing for a minute. Are you providing the emotional support that your audience is craving? right? And if not, how can you? It is really just more information. How can you improve? It is so easy to just keep doing what we've always done, but I don't think it's going to be enough or as effective given the climate of our times. So we must shift and address the internal desires as well in order to increase our impact and have our message be as effective as possible. So 
Remember, people connect with people, and we are not in a shortage of information. We are in the information era. So how can you incorporate core values and emotional components into your articles, live streams, and newsletters? Maybe even press pause and jot a few things down if you're able to, depending on where you're listening to me. Um, But it would be great even to just think about this. Like while it's super fresh in your mind, how can you put these thoughts into immediate inspired action? So before you create anything, think of who you are creating it for. And even where are they, right? Where are they when they're even consuming your content? Are they at their desk? Are they making dinner, driving the car, on their treadmill? How can you improve their lives with your message? What can you say that will be meaningful? And it doesn't have to be like huge. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's literally just being mindful of how you can lace in some more compassion, how you can pump up the inspiration, how you can leave somebody with a smile, even if you start bringing in humor in what you do. It also helps to think like you're speaking to one person. Even if you're writing an article, you can just be thinking about that one ideal client that you have in mind and write specifically for them. If you're doing a live stream, some people even tape a photo by their webcam so they can make that one-on-one connection and it has definitely much more of a personal feel. So those are a couple of tips. It really will help you connect in a more heart-to-heart way. Now, here are two examples of ladies that I feel are doing it right. I always think it helps to see and hear how other female thought leaders naturally weave in emotional intelligence into their work. So yesterday I was on a podcast. um, I was the guest on the Real Girl Talk show. The host, Sherry Ricard, had such a natural way of weaving in and addressing the emotional concerns of her audience, be it fear, desperation of not seeing results fast enough, concerns of being swallowed up by the competition, or being challenged on a daily basis to do the right thing, even if no one is watching. I was so struck how easily she spoke about God and ministry and even scripture. So this kind of raw and real connection is what people are not only drawn to, but actually crave. Now, our episode goes live by the first week of February 2021. So have a listen to how this actually sounds in real life. It's pretty powerful just to to see it, to feel it, to immediately know the the um, that it's natural, that it's authentic. Like you can definitely feel that and hear that. Now, one thing to keep in mind, even if you are far down the entrepreneurial path, it's important to meet your clients where they are and empathize with the point that they're at. We can't lose track of perspective no matter how many commas are on our balance sheet. So Carrie Green is an exemplar of doing such a great job at this. She is the founder of the Female Entrepreneurial Association. She's an author and she is also the creator of the wildly successful membership club. Now, despite making bank, which she does, and being a respected leader in her space, when you watch one of her videos, 
She feels like your girlfriend, like your biz bestie, like you're on the same wavelength and that she can relate to your challenges as if they were her own. It's pretty incredible. So whose marketing is touching your heart and why? What emotional elements do they weave in their storytelling, videos, or blog posts? And how can you be more conscious of bringing that to the forefront of your content? I guarantee that not only will it help you grow your audience, but your work satisfaction is also going to increase because it is like a positive ripple effect of feeling good feelings. So when you feel good, you make other people feel good. When they feel good, they just, it's just like on and on and on. I love it. It's like compound interest, but on an emotional level. And who doesn't want more of that? So as always, we continue the conversations here started on the podcast in my Women Developing Brilliance Facebook group. So I invite you to head over there and let me know your thoughts on today's episode. Let me know how you are going to weave in emotional elements, being very aware and mindful of what the audience and what the current climate of today's world is, what the audience needs, what the climate is. I'm so, so interested in how you are going to apply this into your business. So also, I recently created a new free mini training called the Emerging Leaders Quick Start Guide. It has concise videos and tools to help you unlock three secrets that you need to joyfully thrive. You can grab it at kcrossi.com slash guide. And I'll pop that freebie link in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and your time. Until next week, my friend, breathe joy.